Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mark Stein joins us this morning. Mark, thanks for being on the show. Hey, my my pleasure. Great to, to be with you, Webb. So I'm actually just looking at the picture of Dennis and me for the for the show. <laughs> and uh, I think Dennis is one of those Hollywood haircuts where it looks like he's been... You know, you were talking about hair. He has one of those Hollywood haircuts where he looks like he's been sleeping in a dumpster. But in fact, it's like it takes... It's a $1,900 Beverly Hills haircut yeah. to get it to look that tousled. Very, very she-she, isn't it? Mm. I think it is. I think you look more adorable than he does. <laughs> Don't get that wrong. He's the adorable one. I'm the deplorable one. I, I was wondering which if that was a 50-50 split. So yeah. uh, what's a, well, how, how does this come to be? Do you call Dennis Miller? Does Dennis Miller call you and say, you know what we should do? Oh, when you're at Dennis's level, no, he doesn't call me. He has his people call my people. Uh, and I don't have any people, so <laughs> I was just getting random calls from uh, various of his low-level people. And then eventually I came through to a slightly more senior person, and uh, we put the tour together. That's how that works. All right, so you two get together. What happens? Is there, like, a lot of soft shoe routines happening here? Or what's going on? <laughs> what do we That's expect? True. Is there dancing involved? Yeah. You've just given a Away the first 20 minutes of the show it's uh, it's fantastic we do we do a 20 minute soft shoe to the windmills of your mind and uh, generally speaking uh, the house is pretty people have fled in terror by then and uh, and it's safe to go home by the end of that oh that's outstanding mark what time is it where you're at right now <laughs> Uh, I'm in uh, the uh, U.S. Eastern time zone, oh, uh, which God. I don't know. I don't know what you're on. You're on uh, what is Eastern. it, Finland time this yes, morning or yes. something like that? I don't know. It's, I'm just glad to know because you really sound awake and you sound funny. And I think it's hard when you're when you're trying when you're doing something that is going to be funny, you know. And then you come on these shows and it's like, so make us laugh, um, but adorable, deplorable. Uh, let's yeah. just talk a little bit about that. Obviously, you're having fun with the name that was given to uh, you know people who had the supported Hillary the thing. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it seems like there's not a lot funny anymore about politics. People are so much on like this, you know, hate no matter which side you're on. Yeah, actually, I think that's to uh, that's the, one of the one of the things about politics is even if you're hyper partisan, you should always be able to see the comedy and the ridiculousness in your own side. And I think that's uh, I think that's a vanishing quality. I remember when I, I whatever it is now, twenty years ago, I was at the impeachment trial at the Senate for uh, for President Clinton, uh, and I found myself in the uh, elevator with uh, Strom Thurmond, who was like only 103 or whatever he was. <laughs> yes. And uh, I was between Barbara Boxer and Strom Thurmond. Wow. And, and Strom Thurmond reached out and started stroking my hand uh, because he'd momentarily confused me with Senator Barbara Boxer. And the fact that you can't, the, the, the fact that he's a Republican or and the other ones are dead, you know, that's the kind of bipartisan spirit where the 103 
23-year-old leathery uh, Republican <laughs> starts stroking the pert uh, Democrat brunette. That's the kind of bipartisan outreach we just don't have anymore. Well, he'd probably be in jail right now. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> that's the world's oldest me, too, actually. When you, uh, when you started with Miss South Carolina 1908 and you're still carrying on with Miss South Carolina 2007, uh, that's pretty impressive. So, you know, we've all heard the story, <clears throat> excuse me, and the, the big one is always Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan. They were, you know, mortal enemies, but at the end of the night, they'd have an Irish whiskey and sit down and talk to each other. Yeah. Why do you think, does it still happen that way, do you think, or uh, is it like media and social media that's fueled this thing where you have to win at all costs and everybody else be damned? Yeah, I think I think there is actually a lot of that has disappeared. I mean, I do think there are actually uh, Democrat senators who hate Republican uh, senators. You saw some of that on the Judiciary Committee. You saw it when uh, Jeff Sessions was nominated for Attorney General, and actually people who'd served with him in the Senate on the Democrat side didn't like him, didn't vote for him. I, th I do think I don't like too much collegiality, mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think the public likes it, because it's, it's in, but, but for the vast mass of people, nobody, th this whole kind of constant war about everything uh, you can't you can, it's just too it's just too intense to maintain for 24 hours a day you can't do it yeah talk about uh, talk radio only because um, I've been here working in you know rush has been on the air here since you know the I think it was since 1989 yeah. well with yeah. our station anyway um, but it really seems though for uh, the GOP um, that talk radio has been extremely important and really seems to be kind of guiding this current pressure Presidency, though, I mean, we've heard about that just with the outcry after the possible deal, you know, without the border funding. Um, as someone who works in talk radio, obviously, you have to see how how powerful it is. Yeah, well, I think that the the the, the thing is, you 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 shouldn't be able to get too out of step with your base. And talk radio is super responsive uh, to the base and, and super in tune with the base. And uh, the, the, the lesson of the 2016 campaign is that it's a lot easier for the base to get itself a new elite than it is for the elite to get itself a new base. I mean, we've seen just in the past few weeks with like magazines like the Weekly Standard folding uh, that, that it's very easy to sort of swan around Washington as a person who goes to the cocktail parties and uh, purports to be a member of the elite. And it turns out you don't actually represent anybody. Rush represents a, a, a huge amount of people, and talk radio in general represents a huge amount of people. And, and when people say, oh, well, uh, they, they shouldn't be listening to Rush Limbaugh, uh, okay, you take Rush's uh, 25 million listeners out of the equation, and what do you bring to the table? I mean, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the question for these people. What do you got instead that replaces uh, the people that Rush is in tune with and that talk radio is in tune with? Yeah. Mm. The uh, State of the Union finally is scheduled now, February 5th. Uh, your prediction is uh, we get a straight State of the Union speech or we get a State of the Union speech mentioned and then bashing uh, Pelosi <laughs> and Schumer for an hour. Uh, I can't. I can't. Look, 
I, I, I hate to come the other simulated foreigner on here, but, uh, uh, but you know, like in Ottawa, they have like a throne speech, right? And it's either the Queen or the Viceroy. And this is this, a republic shouldn't have like an imitation throne speech. So I think they should do it old school. The president should just mail something in. Uh, and if he wants to do something other than that, I loved it when Nancy Pelosi cancelled. He should have actually done it from the southern border, <laughs> holding a brick and laid the first brick at the end of the speech. Oh, man, it would have been monstrous. Could you imagine? Yeah. You know, like as that? much as I think that, you know, it's really crazy right now in our government, when I look at what's going on over in England, and whenever I watch Parliament, I always feel like people are going to start throwing chairs. And then I wonder how far are we away from that? Well, I, uh, if you've ever seen Prime Minister's Questions in the Australian Parliament, because that's like, people like the UK version, but the Australian one is like extreme Prime Minister's Questions, <laughs> and, and they're much closer to the chair throwing, Nancy, and I actually think we could, I think we could use a bit of that. That's the other thing that annoys me here, is when you see uh, some, you know, Mitch McConnell or whoever giving us, Chuck Schumer giving a speech in the Senate, and they get two staffers to sit behind them, so it looks like there's anybody in the room. So they're basically, they're basically, it's like a it's like a Potemkin parliament. It's like a parliament of one. It's like every man his own parliament. Mm. I, I, I wouldn't mind a bit of the old chair throwing uh, in there. <laughs> old fashioned. Just to keep it interesting from time yeah. to time. Well, so what do you think's going to happen uh, with this uh, 2020 uh, race? I mean, you see how many, as a Democrat, you know, watching how many Republicans up on stage the last I think time around. Every, every Democrat has thrown their hat in so it is, far. It is going to be just a polar, you know, 180 degree from what we saw before. But what do you think is going to happen here in, in, in this race? Well, I like the way every Democrat is running. Um, uh, for one thing, uh, <laughs> they may actually lose their majority in the House if enough, uh, if enough Democrats run so that they're all in New Hampshire and Iowa and there's nobody back in Washington <laughs> to vote for anything. So I'm in favor of them all jumping in. I'm in favor of the Starbucks guy. <laughs> yes, I want to ask you about that. How about it? That, that's now an odd, running that's a, as an independent. <laughs> that is that's... an odd situation. And for Democrats, they're like, are you kidding me? Uh, uh. Um, but, uh, again, then you've got the president who at first insulted him and then next said, well, I helped him do this because I know it will help me. So right. I never know the real story. No, I, I, it would be it would be actually to uh, the president's advantage uh, for the Starbucks guy to actually jump in the race, uh, and I and I think actually somebody is going to do that because the Democrat field is going to get too crowded, uh, and they're going to be and and they're going to get more left wing the more crowded they get, uh, and so at some point there will be some sort of centrist so called centrist do you, challenge. Do you think the president's going to see a primary challenge? Oh, I, you know, they keep saying, I mean, there are no takers for a John Kasich presidency. <laughs> this I, this I, look, I, we had it. He's like, uh, we had this, because in New Hampshire, we don't get uh, any of the regular commercials. From, for the three years before Election Day, we, we don't get, uh, you know, the My Pillow guy or the self-lubricated <laughs> catheter. We do, those are exotic <laughs> inventions unknown to New Hampshire, because we get John Kasich for three years is saying, I'm proud to say I was the son of a mailman. Yeah, I know John Kasich's biography better than I know my own. I could be John Kasich. But I he could, could run as a, he could run against him or he could run as an independent as well. 
Yeah, he could, but there, there isn't any market for that. The, the thing about the Republicans, uh, whatever you feel about Trump, and the big chunk of the Republican Party hates Trump, <laughs> they're going to sink or swim with Trump. Uh, the idea that somehow they can, uh, you know, Jeff Flake will lead the people out of darkness and into the promised land. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Flake uh, doesn't have any, there's no, there's no Jeff Flake constituency. <laughs> I, I, I can't remember, uh, like, the guy that Bill Crystal put up to run against Trump, uh, the fellow from National Review, and I made a rather uh, cheap joke about him that he had all the qualities of leadership except followers. That's like Jeff, that's like Jeff Flake. Uh, that's, like all, that's like all these guys at the media. And I, just, I just wonder if they would want to play the part of a spoiler. That's all. You know, if one of them might say, I might try to do it just, you know, uh, an independent from the right to try to screw things up, too. No, I don't, I don't. In the end, I think they'll chicken out of that. Uh, so the fun, the fun will be if there's like a, a, a centrist technocrat, like a Bloomberg uh, or a Schultz, who decides yeah, he doesn't want to get... Yeah, two rich guys, right? Two more rich guys, just what we need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, except, except Bloomberg at least spends three days a week at his place in Bermuda. <laughs> so he can, only, he can only do four-sevenths of the damage that any nice. other rich guy can. Nice. Mark Stein has teamed up with Dennis Miller for the adorable, deplorable tour coming to the FM Kirby Center for the Performing Arts Saturday, March 2nd. You can get tickets at kirbycenter.org, at the box office, or call 826-1100. Mark Stein, it was a pleasure talking to you this morning. Thanks for Yeah, being great talking with you guys. You All too. right. Take, Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 